This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. About to get in some cowboy conversation here. Hour number four of the G-Bag Nation rolling on here on your home of Dallas Cowboys football and your World Series champion, Texas Rangers, 105 through the fan. Zach Wolchuk alongside Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander, and you are turning on Leave It On listeners. Gavin Dawson, Eric Chief, follow on a son, family duty. So our guy, Carter Freeman, he's actually at the first responders bowl right now. That's right. He does. He goes to these bowl games. It's a pretty day out there, too. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's Rice. It's Texas State. Hell of a season for Texas State. And it's right like a now, pretty good game. It's on TV right now. Yeah, it's we, on ESPN. Yeah, Carter's there with his dad. His dad looks absolutely thrilled to be there. And I say that like, no, he looks like what the hell did my son just drag me to? He posted this out. I'll, I'll retweet it. I mean, Carter needs to be a he needs to be a bowl game representative. Is what he needs to do, man. Because he 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 loves the college bowl games. He's in it. I mean, yeah. he he really and he's living it right. Yeah, he's going to all these things. It's his third bowl game in a week. Yeah. When's the last time you had a whole check to yourself? You know what I mean? Yeah. Must be nice out there in these streets. <laughs> That's true. I a can whole af- damn check. I can afford to splurge. It's been 20-something years since I've even seen something like that. <laughs> Old Carter, live it up, buddy. <laughs> yeah, enjoy. enjoy. You think he's got dad life. paying for the ticks? I don't know. He's like, tricks dad to go. Dad, buy the ticks, and I'll go with you? I think Carter just likes to support the local bowl games. I think so, too. He went to that one game one year, didn't it? It was like... Five degrees last year. Yeah, yeah, he goes all of them. Any bowl game is going to be in this area, he'll be there. And if it's driving distance, he'll be there. It's it's got to go to the Cotton Bowl. I wonder if he's going Friday to the Cotton Bowl. Got to go to the Cotton Bowl, right? I had a guy with a ticket offer. I mean, like, I'd pay for the ticket. I'd give him tickets if I had them. Boy. I just I, now you got a lot of people that are sitting out of this the bowl game. Oh and yeah. Dangly, I mean, I'd have to leave the show early to go, so I have not committed to going yet. But hey, Mizzou. I'm sure Mizzou's going to bring a big-time amount of people here to oh, AT&T yeah. Stadium on yeah. Friday. It's been a while since they've been in. I don't know if they Ohio ever State's already here, before. right? They're, they've been working Ohio out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've been working out. I've seen out. Uh, one of their guys on TikTok likes to uh, go and show us what they're yeah. eating every yeah, morning. Yeah, it looks see like that guy? chicken strips, right? For breakfast? I was kind of like, yeah. I don't mind it. There we go. I did see this as we get into some football finance, and then, Brian, I'll, I'll throw it you, throw things over to you for whatever you want to do in terms of uh, continuing your breakdown against yeah, the Yeah, I want to talk about curse getting moved. So the Cowboys are going to wear their navy blues on Saturday night. Yeah, white helmets. At home. They're going to go with the white helmets? Yeah, I saw them out... Uh, yeah, they had them out last week working okay. with them. Yeah, Bucky puts them out early, and they work with them. So they break Smart. them in a little bit, yeah. And then yeah. the Lions are going to wear their white All uniforms. All white, yeah. So that'll no be— No Honolulu blue. I mean, Jimmy Johnson going to the Ring of Honor. I don't know. I kind of would have liked to have seen the Cowboys in their traditional home whites. But, okay. I mean, they've had some success in the Navies recently. Yeah. As long as they get the win. Need to find a way to win. That's all that matters. However, You're win. at home. Just win. Keep go to sixteen games. Well, Mike. Mike always talks about the. Mike's always talking about the eleventh win. You know, and they, yeah. he's right. They haven't. You know, they had two shots to get the eleventh win, and and came up empty both times. How about this? And it probably doesn't mean much because this is a very different Lions team. But our buddy John Mashota, who is from the Michigan area, 
most wins Dak Prescott has against any NFC East opponent or, or just any NFC opponent, the Detroit Lions. 4-0. 4-0. Yeah. 80 of 118. He's got a 67.8 completion percentage. Yeah. 280 passing yards per game. Nine touchdowns to no picks. And his passer ratings over 123. Pretty damn good. Pretty efficient against the Detroit Lions. They're going to need that uh, because they're going to present a lot of problems offensively. We'll have time to break that down. But, yeah, what do you want to talk about with uh, J. Ron Curse, who is our booth shaking? Can you feel the table? I don't feel anything. You have an earthquake here? I don't feel anything. I think we're good. You think? I'm hoping. Can you? I felt one about 15 years ago in Irving. That'd be awkward. Oh, yeah. I, I did too. I, I remember, I know, because we were working at Valley Ranch, Lucius, when mm-hmm. that happened. I felt like everything was kind of moving there for a second. I don't know. All right. That's weed. That's weed. <laughs> Maybe so. Or is it the Blue Dolphin? Blue, <laughs> the Island of the Blue Dolphin. <laughs> you holding out on us again, Brian? Yeah, holding out again. Hey, uh, yeah, you know what? It's funny. Not funny. Um, it sounds funny to me. I, I, I just was kind of going through this game, and I was thinking about how the creativity, you know, and the lack of at times for the Cowboys in this game. But I was thinking about another one when – what they did, what the Dolphins did against Curse, and this was this was when Tua, this was when Tua uh, throws the ball to Wilson for okay. 18 yards in this game, and I was sitting there thinking, man, this is the kind of stuff that the really good teams are doing offensively. And what happens is they've got Curse in coverage, and I was just sitting there, and I go, Curse is in coverage. He's lined up over Hill, the tight end, you know, just kind of a backup tight end dude, because like, yeah, because Smythe just. Smite had, I think, a career high for he, catches. He, he this just year lit, you, lit you up. Hill the tight uh, the tight end. They motion him like, okay, so curse is on Hill, so you don't think it's like, okay, that's it. We're we're gonna we're be okay here. But the Dolphins motion him away, so the Cowboys bump the coverage. Okay, so Hill now gets taken by Gilmore, and now and then oh. that makes Curse have to. To take Wilson, He's got a switch on Wilson. Okay. Switch on Wilson, and then Wilson just runs away from him across the field too, and finds him. It's an 18-yard gain. See, that's the kind of things that I mean. We've seen that from the Cowboys, but you 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 talk about the really good play callers in the league and how they find ways to match your players. Your Maybe maybe not your great guy. Maybe not the you know. Maybe not the your best cover. Hey, you want to get that mismatch? Yeah, the mismatch. The Cowboys had it a few times. Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed like with that uh, Cahoos, the the Nickelback. Yeah, they a ton, a a ton, a, a ton of you know. And I I'm just like, I'm just totally. I was just totally amazed with just watching the Dolphins. I but I'll say this though, Zach. I I feel like that the Cowboys really missed something and not blitzing this guy. Just watch, and, and you'll see. I, I think you get your tape tomorrow, right? Yeah. But I, I just feel like that the Cowboys missed an opportunity here when they they could have they could have put more pressure on to it. And and, and and shame if they shame if they were they were feeling like that that they you know that they were they, they were going to get burned in the secondary. Yeah, they were going to give they, big plays. The, the problem is, I mean, you could see. When Tua starts to get under, he's not a guy that's going to really be able to roll out by time at all. We talked about that. He's kind of a stationary yeah. pocket presser. Right, right. And that's when you start to see, especially on the outside hashes, just really inaccurate throws. Yeah. And he wants to just throw it away. Yeah. I just I just was kind of like, in watching him play, it seemed like, 
even when it was close pressure or near pressure or it, it affected the way that you could see that his his throwing the ball, it wasn't like he was he was getting into it. Yeah. You know, and, and so that, that not a lot on it. Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned you know, here I was talking about the you know, with the Dolphins, but I the the pass that that kind of got Lamb going back back into going the right way was it was I said I mean in my notes I put finally McCarthy's able to scheme Lamb open. Remember it was a third and six play they go trips right and Tolbert is in the trips and motions away to the sideline. There you go. This is going to clear Howard out of the way and they run the route behind. Needham is the nickel and Needham Needham cannot cover CD Lamb. See. This is now where I think the Cowboys really missed opportunities. When they when when they were able to match up Lamb on guys that can't cover him, and and there were you know there were Kahu was one of them that couldn't cover him. No way he could cover him, and I just didn't feel like they did enough in this game of of taking advantage of that. I was I that that that's the thing when you watch the tape that you're going to be really really disappointed in 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 that situation, just not getting it done. With uh, you know, not doing enough to create opportunities for Lamb, they did early in the game, but not in the, not in the, uh, you know, the, the, not until the second half of the game. A little bit disappointing there. Yeah. I'll say I'll give you one more too that a little bit disappointed. This was on Prescott. Okay, they're going to run a double screen. Oh, it's just the one where they had one on the right side with Lamb, and then the one with Gallup on yeah, the left. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This this play this play is. A good design, and 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 this is where I think Dak Dak went the wrong way, and I think Lamb reminded him that he went the wrong way because they're going to run double screen. So you got the lineman going left, lineman going right. Numbers would say it's a poor decision by Prescott. Lamb was opposite the side of with the four blockers, so in front of Gallup they only had three blockers, and Adoga was late getting out to help on Chubb. Now what? What Vic Fangio did was he took he took his two rush outside backer guys and put them in the flat. So he actually extended them out into thinking that they were probably going to get a screen call or maybe a or maybe a uh, a, a quick slam or something. They were gonna they put him out there to be disruptive where Dallas was on the field. Yeah, and so maybe it's one of those things where Prescott has to go. Okay, this is probably a bad idea, but what he but he he threw the ball he threw the ball to Gallup, and there's not enough blockers out there, and then the blockers were late getting out of there, and you could see you could see on the backside Lamb was like looking at Dak like, well, I mean, what are you doing, bro? Pre snap, you probably should have just said this is a better play, no matter what. If you even if you have yeah. don't have the numbers. I'm going to give this to well, CD, not to Michael Gallup. Yeah, four blockers again. Yeah, the way that the way that Gallup was feeling it, absolutely give him the ball, you know. And but you know that that's a decision. He he threw to the three blocker side and not the four blocker side, and now you know you you get you get stopped for a, a negative play there, and, and you know there was there was just some decision making, just decision decision making with the coaches, you know what to do. That indecision with the offensive line and who to pick up. Yeah, I mean, quarterback indecision. Critical third down yeah, miss I mean, from Chumea Doga. I, I, you know what? I think Dallas's biggest issue. You want to know what the is? 
Their biggest issue is attention to detail. Well, and, and Mike McCarthy talked about that during it's his atten- press it's, earlier it, today. It's yeah. I mean, I, I think we even talked about it in the. I know on on Cowboys break this morning, we we our crew was talking about it as well. And I said, they go, what's what's the problem? I go, it's attention to detail. I go at critical times in games, the attention to detail is not there. Not where you need it to be. Not where you need. I mean, it to the be. illegal shift penalty was one. That was strange. That was really strange because on film, you see. You see Lamb ask the official. Yeah. And the official puts both palms down like, settle, settle. Okay. And so Lamb's foot goes back as... Ferguson starts to motion. Right. From right to left. Right. Right. He, you see the official, like, Lamb looks at him and he tells him, move up. And so Lamb moves up and then moves his foot back foot, and then the motion start. But you could see the official clearly go palms down, palms down, like, like you know what they do? What's it, like little guy cover me? Mm-hmm. Little guy. Little, oh, too yeah, small. Too small. Yeah, too small. Official goes settle, settle, like puts his palms down, and then that's when you get the foot and the motion. And then immediately he throws the flag. But he's telling Lamb. He told him, yeah. He told him he had to move. And it was just that little bit extra of Lamb getting set that caused it just threw the timing off. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's no way for Ferguson to know, right. hey, CD is well, now it, resetting. Usually usually sometimes you'll see quarterbacks know that there's movement going on. So he'll or two guys, wait. And he'll wait. Yeah. But Dak, that's to his left. He's right. already, you know, he's already He's looking, already looking right. Yeah. But it, it, it killed a it killed a big game. Yeah, it did. It killed it, a it, big it, game. It absolutely it took away a first down. Yeah. Uh, re- really, really a killer penalty there. I mean, there were a couple of big ones. And look, there were six, but and, and the Micah Parsons one, I know people will gripe about. I, I will as well. You know, I didn't think that, that was, that was so a close. Passer. I mean, he is a he is a half he, a stride away. It's just so tough. He man. closes he wins, so quick. He does, and he wins so easily off yeah. the line. It's a tough deal. Yeah, it really, really is. But hey, they they got to figure out some of that stuff now. Uh, the stock report for the Cowboys. Stock ups, CD, yeah. Demarcus Lawrence. He played really well in this football game. I thought I thought Jordan Lewis played a great game. Jordan, L- Jordan Lewis played very well. They needed somebody on the edge, somebody on the perimeter to play. Hooker played well when it came down to having to make an. I, and I trust me, I've been the most critical player. And they needed him. They needed him to play, and he absolutely played. I think Wilson kind of let him down. He might be a. Stock down. I don't know. Just I, on my table. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, yeah. that's what it is. It's just you know, off. off. What do you think of Tyler Smith's game? I don't think it was anything that I would think that was dominant. Yeah, I didn't it seem see, like they struggled in well, the middle. What happened was uh, they struggled in the middle because of Biotish. Okay, I thought Biotish was the one that struggled. I mean, the, Christian the most. Wilkins was was giving Dak fits all game. Yeah, well, Christian Wilkins is a really good player, as we all know. So I I'm just kind of like I, I you know I expected but the, the whole thing with I think that Biotish reverted back to some of the early season game where he, he was on a good run he was on a great run yeah he really really he really was yeah uh, and we'll we'll have plenty of time to preview the Lions two one four hey can I hear some positives about my Lions don't we're we're gonna give the Lions are a good football team and congratulations to them I picked them I, I picked them as a bet payoff right. Yeah, I picked him to win the division and, I win, a playoff him, and win a playoff game. So too. they got one of them done. Yeah, can they win uh, a playoff game? And, and right, I now, might get immunity on that. You might. Uh, right now, it's pretty awesome because it would be 
the L.A. Rams and Matthew Stafford All right, here's going my, to Ford Field. Here is, here's my, I'm kind of hoping that, well, if Dallas doesn't get the second seed, maybe you want Philadelphia to go get the second seed, you know? And and not and this is just me feeling it out here. I kind of the, the Rams could. I think the Rams could go to Philadelphia and win, and I think the Rams could also go to San Francisco and win. I do too. I mean, this is if you just want like hoping right him to try and knock knock the the 49ers out, and maybe some. Now that means you would have to go to Tampa. And then you would probably that have to you deal have to with, figure out this road deal if they you, want yeah. to get to where they want to go. And then you would probably have to go to, to Ford Field yourself to go get a victory. Yeah. All right. Caller number 10. We do have some tickets for you. So listen up right now. Caller number 10 can win a pair of party passes, standing room only tickets to see your Dallas Cowboys take on the Lions as Jimmy Johnson yep. gets inducted into the Cowboys Ring of Honor this Saturday night at AT&T Stadium, courtesy of Miller Lite, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. Caller number 10, congratulations to you, Lucius. We'll pick up that phone, get your information, and you'll be able to go see your Dallas Cowboys. See history. But, yep, see history, absolutely. Big game this coming Saturday. Let's keep the Cowboy conversation rolling. The great Todd Archer of ESPN joins us next here on The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users Why? why Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. About to hit into the expressway. Brought to you by QCKinetics.com. Non-surgical regeneration treatment care here in the G-Bag Nation. We got LA Live coming up. 
at 540. It is a TD Tuesday. We'll get you the best touchdown calls from the National Football League coming up at 620. But right now, let's welcome in via the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline, Todd Archer of ESPN. Todd, how are you, sir? Hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Yeah, I did. Thanks. Hope you guys did well. How's things going? Things are well, uh, but we're still trying to figure out exactly what the hell happened with CeeDee Lamb and just not being a factor in the game for a couple of quarters. Have you been able to get a good answer on that? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the fact that he wasn't targeted in, in two quarters for the first time all season makes what happened against Miami all that more questionable or whatever. Um, I, I think some of it was protection issues that, that arose during the course of the game. I think some of it, I don't know how well Dak was seeing it uh, at, at different times. I think some of it was Miami was in good calls against him. And, and I, I think after that first drive, not that they put in Broadus, you can tell me if I'm wrong, not that they put Ramsey on him and shattered him and did all that, but I think they were more aware of what he was doing. And, and one thing Dak said after the game is, they, they fogged up the coverage on them a little bit more that by putting players in different spots, and that probably led to them not being targeted. But that can't happen. Like, yeah. it, it, there has to be times where CD gets the ball because he's your best player. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right, Todd. I think some of the things that they did differently was they walked the linebacker out, uh, you know, long a couple of times on it, you know, and, and, and just try to reroute him a little bit differently. And then one time they tried to run him underneath and they the linebackers turned on him and weren't going to let him come underneath as well. So they thought about, but it wasn't anything like super exotic where you would say, okay, man, they're getting crushed in this game. Let's just walk Ramsey over there and see what happens. You know, I mean, they, they proved that they could scheme him open. You know, on the third and six, they they got him, they got him open. You know, they they did it with spacing with Tolbert. And, you know, to get him up and, you know, to get him on a matchup that he could win. And and that was just surprising to me that, you know, how well he started the game and they just never really found a way to say, okay, well, let's throw him the ball nine more times and see what happens. You right, know? Right. And that, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we, we watched Amari Cooper. One quarter. Yeah, we watched Joe Flacco just probably win player of the week or maybe Amari Cooper is. After what he Could did, both get it. Yeah, you know, it, it's just kind of it. In that game, it appeared to me that they they missed an opportunity in two things. They didn't really go after Tua enough, and then they didn't get Ceedee Lamb the ball nearly enough. So, it, it, on the first part of that, is that they pick your poison? If you come after him and leaving holes against those guys, and you're susceptible to the big play, like I, I, obviously they had the fifty yard or the wall, yeah. but they didn't. I think their pressure rate, their blitz rate, I, I want to say, and I don't have the number from me. I think was it was ten. The low, it was the lowest percentage yeah. they've had. Yeah. Under Dan Quinn. Yeah, it was ten percent. So that, that was that's what they chose to do in that yeah. game to make Miami drive the ball. And okay, they didn't. They kicked field goals, and and so that's right. why, like, yeah, they didn't make the plays at the end of the game. But if you told me before the game, sure, the defense is only going to allow twenty-two points. Yep. Everybody's raising their hand on Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's why, to me, that this last game is on the offense and its inability to to score more points. And you, look, you, you never know when the big play of the game comes. And, and for me, that first drive, there were three big plays. I thought Cook should have scored on the reverse. There you go. I thought Pollard should have scored on his run. There you go. And then the Lipke fumble where 
it didn't even look like he was expecting the ball there because he never really like clamped down his arms together. Yeah. 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 So like if they score there and they go up seven, nothing and Miami go get field goal or whatever, you never know the whole, what could happen after stuff. Ooh, I almost swore after certain <laughs> things happen. Yeah. Uh, but, but they're looking at 14 points in the first quarter. Then all of a sudden, you know, maybe you can do things different defensively where you put Miami on its heels and, and and it's a different game, but that's why like that first drive came back to haunt them the rest of the rest of that game. The same way the Arizona loss back in September yeah. is haunting this team now. Right. Yeah. The Todd, uh, you mentioned the defense and really how well. And me, give me quick death over slow death. Okay. I mean, if you're gonna tell me that, you know, if I'm gonna have to cover and. I think that, you know, the the play to Waddle, I think Wilson could have helped on the play. You know, they're lucky that Hill dropped the ball. But, you know, overall, though, kind of felt like that the secondary held up. I know there were a couple of chunk plays, but you watch the Dolphins play. There's a lot of chunk play football there. No doubt. Yeah, that's the whole big play production that, that yeah. Mike McCarthy talks about, right? Right. But, okay. I mean, look, look, they had the 50-yard play. Their next longest play of any type was 21 yards. Right. That's against that offense. You you have to live with that. Yeah. Now again, when it's the absolute most crunch period of the game, the defense has to make a play and get a stop, and certainly don't commit a face mask on first and ten. Yeah. That that puts them in field goal position basically after one play. Um, I I get all that. Uh, but that's why like, if they are ever in these games when they get to the playoffs or even this Saturday against Detroit, I don't know who you trust on this uh, offensively or defensively to make the play when it matters most. And I guess I would probably say right now the defense, the offense, because they just went 17 plays and had a go ahead touchdown late against Miami or as opposed to the defense when they've been really good when they've had good leads, but they've not been good enough when it's mattered most. Well, I'll tell you though, Todd, that look, Seattle, yeah. they were really good too. Seattle. So, that's yeah, they were. like, see, Seattle like, we all got quick memories when it comes to this stuff. Yeah, though. No, that's, that's what I was thinking. Cause I was thinking, well, you're making some really good sense, and all of a sudden Seattle came in my brain when they got three fourth-down stops. Yeah, three straight stops, gave me a chance. Yeah, so, right. yeah. Um, I, you know what? I'll I, I tell you what, though, Todd, and I I'm, I'm, I don't want to point the finger at McCarthy or anything like that, but I will. Um, I don't want to, but here we are. But does this team lack attention to detail? Well, see, this is another thing that's, that, that that's funny to me, right, because – did we not say the same thing under Jason Garrett? Did we oh, not say yeah, the same yeah, thing yeah, under Wade? Exactly, Wade exactly. Yeah, yeah, Did you're... we not say the same things at times under under Parcells? Huh? Uh, although at least with Parcells, cost me my you... job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, that's not what cost you the job. No, <laughs> I know. Me being an <laughs> ass. Find a uh, and say that. Whoops. Sorry about that, Lucius. But, <laughs> like there are times, you know, yeah, like the, the penalty thing. Parcells teams were penalized. Yeah. Phillips teams, Garrett. So. You know, it's kind of it's par for the course over the last 20 years that I've been around this team that this is what happens and the attention to details. Like, you know, another big play in that game. Why CD lines up off sides and then has to move. Yeah. Ferguson goes in motion. They both don't get set. It's a penalty and wipes out Dak's long first down run. Right. And eventually they have to kick a field goal. Maybe if that goes differently, you know, you're in a situation like I always wonder when it comes to those things and. I'm not blaming Dak by any stretch, but does he need to notice that to say, you know, to wait 
for Ferguson to get set before he snaps the ball because he saw CD. Yeah, uh, but he was looking back. right, Todd. He was looking right. right. He was looking right. So, I mean, CD, it's so unfortunate. He's not expecting CD to line up outside. Yeah, just yeah. line up correctly. Well, I'll tell you another right. one too. I think Dak was kind of thinking that maybe that they had a blitz picked up and they didn't have it blitz picked up. You know, there was some there's some awareness things that were going on, attention to detail things we were talking about. Yeah, and that's that's why the Cowboys have been who they've been. Like, it, and and they've been good, but they've not been good enough to overcome themselves. Yeah. And that's kind of not that you're taking away credit to the other team that no, deserves Miami no. yeah. went out, and won the game at the end. Uh, but you know, we, we've probably talked about five or six plays here in the seven eight minutes I've been on with y'all that yeah. could have been the difference in the game, it's fully under the Cowboys' control to to make, not something that Miami did, like, the Pollard play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how Deshaun Elliott stops him. I just don't. Like, yeah. the the coach play, it looks like he has the speed to get to the edge or at the very least yeah. cut back inside. I mean, so, you know, this is this is why they are who they are and they are who they've been. Wow, mm-hmm. is that Denny Green-like right there or what? Yeah. And Todd like Archery has been yeah. with us here in the G-Bag Nation. I mean, Todd, you, you've been around this team for a long time, and I don't know that I can recall a team that now has just kind of, I don't know if it's in their head or whatever it is with these road woes where they can't win a big road game. And now they're in a position where if they want to get to where they want to go, they're going to have to go on the road and win in the playoffs. I, I don't think anybody has the answer for this, but is there anything that you've noticed and isn't maybe just in their head and psychological now? I mean, I, I don't know if it's in their head necessarily or other, but I mean, it's, it's pretty simple, right? It's play better. Like yeah. there's no magic <laughs> formula to this thing. Just play better. Like, you know, we're all searching for these answers. Okay. Yes. Third down on the road. That's been an issue. I, I think they've had five of their eight games. They've been at 40% or, or less on third down. So obviously if you're better on third down, you're, you have longer drives, you have better, more opportunity to score your defense off the field. So, so that's an issue. Um, you know, the, their, their inability to affect the quarterback on the road in certain places has, has come back to, to bite them. And, yeah, I mean, the last time the Cowboys won two road playoff games in the same postseason, Broadus's family might have still had tickets to them <laughs> at Texas Stadium. It was 1975. We're there. Wow. I was at the game. I was probably at the – well, I wasn't at the game because they're road games. They they're on the road. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Like, so, so that's the history that they're fighting, right? Yeah. Other history here. And, and this, like, for the people who say, well, the, the road, where the games play, it doesn't matter. No, it absolutely matters because history t- is telling you a lot of things. Yeah, that's that I just gave you. And then there's this one. The Cowboys have never gone to the Super Bowl when they've had a losing road record in team history. The, the, so that, that's another thing they're going to be fighting. And then, so what's going to happen when they go to maybe not Tampa or wherever they play in the round one, but certainly if they have to go to San Francisco or Philly or Detroit or wherever they're going to end up. It's going to be the entire week is like, why are you so bad on the road? Why are you so bad on the road? Why are you so bad on the road? And so they're going to have to answer those questions the entire week. Deservedly so because they've not played well on the road. Hey, with Todd, when this, uh, you know, we look at this, uh, this team and we, and you, you've talked about it, the road problems and stuff like that. This team doesn't run the ball well enough to have success in the playoffs. Does it? Um, I, I, well, before last week, I've actually thought they were running the ball better. better. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and honestly, I, I, I want to see more of Tony Pollard running. I don't want to see the third series where Rico Dottle comes in the game, Ooh. especially if, if how those series have played out. Like, yeah. th- th- like the second series was, what was it? Five plays, 75 yards. Like it was a quick drive. It was quick. You know what? 
Tony Pollard doesn't need to rest there on that third drive. It shouldn't be like an automatic to me. And now if it's, if it's another 17-play drive like they had to, to open the game or whatever that was, okay, cool. I, I, I hear you. I'm with you. But I, I think Pollard has found a little something better, uh, again, before Miami, um, where, where they've done a better job around the ball, and I want to see more of him. There's a reason why I put the franchise tag on him. And you, are you going to keep him after this year? Probably not. Just, just run him until he can't run no more, man. With uh, you know Tyron, hopefully he's able to play. I guess we'll have to wait and see further along in the week. It seemed hopeful, I guess, was the word from Mike McCarthy. But with how this year's gone, he's really performed well when he's been able to play. Do you think that maybe he runs it back next year and comes back? Like everything with the Cowboys, it's tell me what the contract is, right? And yeah. this year he, he, he was $3 million to sign and a $3 million base, and he or had a million bucks to, for 50, 60, 70, 89%. Uh, playtime incentive. So if it's something like that, I can see him and the Cowboys coming up to a situation where, where they agree to a deal and, and he comes back. Um, but I think part of me wonders too, like how much more can his body take yeah. and how much more does he want to take it? Um, and, and look, if you're the Cowboys, you don't close the door on Tyron Smith coming back because tell me who the left tackle is. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to be Tyler Smith. I think that yeah. they've told us what they think Tyler Smith's exactly. position is this I agree. year. I agree. It's left guard. Yeah. I don't think they're kicking him outside. I agree. Unless break glass in case of emergency and you have nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to remain inside. And so now you're on the market for a left tackle. Hey, Todd. So that, oh, that's yeah. the number one need in yeah. my mind. Sorry. No, no problem. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump on you there. Um, you guys asked the questions about Micah Parsons and, you know, in the, in the non-calls and things like that. And, you know, Mike's not going to be able to give you a great answer. We asked Stephen Jones. He's on the competition committee. He's not going to give you a great answer. But where, where are you standing on this? Uh, you, you watch these games. You study the games. You go back and study them at the end. Does he have a legitimate gripe about what's going on with him and the holdings? And, and, and how, yeah, about the, sure. how about the defensive line as a group in holdings? You know, Sure. They, there's an absolute gripe. You know who else has a gripe? T.J. Watt has a gripe. Uh, yeah, has yeah, a no, gripe. I'm, I'm, Max yeah. Crosby has a gripe. Yeah, you're right. They all have gripes. Like, yeah. dude, this is what happens. Yeah. I'm sure Luca has gripes, and that's why we see Luca yeah. complaining to the officials so much. And if he's not done it as much this year, it's because I've not seen as many Mavs games as I would have liked. But I, I, I should be watching more Stars games, by the way. <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 I, I, well, I have Bruins guy I here. I'm McCarthy, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I asked McCarthy <laughs> the question, like. Are they paying too much attention to the officials and letting this bother yeah, yeah. And he said no. He basically is like, hey, the guys are just being honest when they're answering your questions. Yeah. But I do think, look, how the, you can't predict what these officials are going to do. That's, you want consistency, right? right? That's the Garrett thing. You want the same strike zone. Well, each week you have no idea what is or isn't a penalty. But if Christian Wilkins is getting called for a roughing the passer penalty, then Mike is, is roughing the passer penalty. Like, right, that's right. just, you got to, uh, this stuff, I, 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 and let's see how many times the Cowboys held Chubb in that game or, or anybody on Miami's offense, uh, defensive line. Yeah. I'm sure they did, and it wasn't called. So I don't know if complaining about it so much does any good because then you're just using that as a crutch and your, your focus of what you're supposed to do in the next play is taken away because you don't like what Sean Hockley just called. Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's, that's how I look at it. Look, the, the, but it, and it doesn't mean that the, the gripes aren't legitimate. The Cowboys have had 13 penalties, holding penalties called 
in their favor. Is that the right way? That's yeah. tied yeah. for 24th in the league. Yeah. The the Raiders have had have drawn the most holding penalties at 26. So, like I'm sure the Cowboys are right up there with the Raiders, and Max Crosby and I'm sure has drawn most of those holding penalties. The Steelers are tied for seventh at 18. Miles Garrett's Browns they're they've had 14 holding penalties. So they they're all going to complain about it because they're always feeling like they're held. But so what? You got to keep playing. You can't let them impact you and affect you. Sure. Todd, you're the best, man. We really, really appreciate you jumping on with us. Enjoy the rest of the week, and uh, hopefully Saturday night's a better result. Sounds good. Thanks, fellas. There he goes. Todd Archer, ESPN, always does fantastic work, uh, and it's a treat whenever we're able to get him oh, on, he's on great. the show. He's he he great. really is. Yep. Thanks for hooking that one up there, B. Uh, now it's time, of course, for the number one oh, award-winning segment as we throw things into the oh, Pimp Cup man. for the greatness that is okay. Lucius Alexander and okay. LA Live. I feel like a tax attorney all his papers around me. <laughs> <laughs> like 10 in your hand. Yeah, I had a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> All right, it's a Toxic Tuesday here in L.A. Live. Let's get into it. All right, you squares. It's time to smoke. Fire up this funk and let's have a toe. It'll make you dance with some of everything. Oh, yeah. Check. Mike, check. Dallas Cowboy, check. How y'all gonna lose on Christmas Eve, fam? I'm out here last minute shopping. I'm in a great mood. Let me get home and watch the Cowboys. Then y'all do this to me. Why? Why y'all do this to me? Mike McCourtney, trash. Oh. C.E. Lamb didn't do nothing. Ooh. That, nothing. Parson, nothing. They ain't fighting my family over here, man. Knew y'all gonna do this. I knew I expected some like this. I expected y'all Cowboys to do this to me. How about them dolphins, baby? <laughs> yeah, Snowflake is here. Let's go. You know, man, Bubba Dubba, darn Bubba, Dolphins fan he, now, He's bro. a Dolphins fan now. <laughs> what are yeah. you doing? L.A. Live for Tuesday, December 26, 2023. Three. If you asked me uh, the Christmas date before yesterday, I would have told you the 26. <laughs> My whole life has been at 26, man. Has it? Yeah. Hey, how do you like the Christmas being on a weekday? On oh, a I Monday. Like I like it. You like it? Yeah. On a Monday? Says the Jewish guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a day off, baby. <laughs> it's a day off. Anyway, we get it, bro. All right. Well, it's a toxic holiday Tuesday. Toxic Tuesday here in L.A. Live. Streets Gotta Eat report before we get started. Ooh. The Streets Gotta Eat. Uh, Quaker Oats Company announced that it is that it it was recalling specific granola bars and granola cereals due to a potential salmonella contamination. Oh no. The little chewy bars? Yeah. All the all like all the assorted flavors of the chewy Chocolate bars. Chocolate chip ones? Yes. So, I mean there's oatmeal. Like come on, man. I punished too many of those. I, I had a lot growing up as a kid. Yeah, the, the chewy bars are so good. They're very convenient. They're very yeah, good. Very convenient. Granola bars and whatnot. Yeah. So look in your cabinets. If you had those, <laughs> I would just probably get rid of them, start over from new. You know, because it's in all 50 states. Man, and Quaker Oats Company is everywhere. That's what I'm saying. If you can't trust them, who we trust? Yeah. I mean, ugh, man. Yeah, I think I've, I've eaten all my chewy bars, so. I probably right. got salmonella, probably. <laughs> right now, it's for broadcast. Keep your lane, and we can lose weight or something out here. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Might yeah. That might thing. be a good plan, Lisa. <laughs> yeah. I like what you're saying. Yep. Streets Gotta Eat report. Uh, auto theft in Dallas, in the city of Dallas, has increased nearly 40%. Oh. You're talking about running up some numbers. 40%. I'm part of that statistic. You are. 
You 100% are. The Dallas Police Department expects to end this year with more than 18,000 auto thefts. Just in the city, bro. I feel like I see them driving to work. I mean, well, while, while I'm driving yeah. to work, I feel like I see them. Because if I see somebody yeah. dipping and diving through the lane, I feel yeah. like you stole that car. Yeah. Because why are you going that fast into traffic? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Cars that they're stealing the most out here, fellas. Do you any idea? Any guesses? I would say probably looking at the BMWs. I was thinking like a, a big Ford truck. Like Brian's. Yeah, the Ford truck's probably gone a lot too, yeah. Dodge Ram. Uh, okay. Dodge yeah. Ram. They're getting Dodge Rams out the street. Yeah. Uh, the Dodge Charger, oh. Challenger, oh. Scat Pack, oh. Hellcat, the SRT, and the Daytona, if you got them. Oh, they're getting all the racing wow. cars. They're getting all the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, that's all the Hoochie Daddy cars, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Hoochie Daddy I'll tell you cars. what, though, when those cars go by you, you Blue know it. recruits. You know it. I mean, you, yeah, you're like, <laughs> exactly. You know it. Yeah, yeah, you can hear them. Yeah. Uh, the Jeep Grand Cherokee Trackhawk, which is a nice car. Is it? Yeah, it's like a $100,000 Jeep. I didn't what? even know a darn thing existed out there. And it goes fast. They're taking those off the streets. Uh, uh, the Corvette, I can understand that. I can understand that one, too. Cadillac CTS V. They want that V. The V. Now, I'm thinking it's like Kias and Hondas. Because, nah. you know, you can, like, go on uh, YouTube and look up the codes for Kias. Yeah. But no, they're not taking those like that here in the Metroplex. Uh, Yukon. Oh, the GMC Yukon. I got to holler at my pops. Let them know. Let them know. <laughs> Silverado in the Tahoe. There you go, bro. It's the yep. Silverado. Silverado. And uh, kind of like Escalade. So they're taking them, man. Up 40% here in Dallas. The streets they just, they, gotta they, eat. They watched mine just go right in front of us. They, they sure did. They just said, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We saw some. I'm like, well, wait a minute. What? What do you mean you saw? Well, you saw? Well, you, you know? You, you saw something. You, you didn't saw do anything. Something. You didn't do anything. No, we really didn't. Thanks. Hell, guys. Says good. Says good morning to me every day though when I walk in. How you doing? Did you get you a new car? Exactly. I've always been wondering. Exactly. You got you a new transportation. That's exactly right, Lucius. Exactly. Streets got an eat report on a toxic Tuesday right here. Uh, Houston airport worker allegedly fired for being too happy. What? Okay, Streets got to eat. Hobby or intercontinental? Hobby. Hobby? It is that hobby. She, hobby. Look up, there's a video of her welcoming people oh, that wow. landed in the Houston hobby situation. Yeah. Uh, she's just spreading some Christmas cheer. I'll let you hear this and tell me if it's too annoying for you once you get off the airplane. Oh, welcome Houston, everybody. Happy Merry Christmas, everybody. You know what? I, I'm digging the energy. Right. You get off the plane. You're you trying the... to find your little baggage thing in yeah. your ear. Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. You know, we. Yeah. It. It's just a silly reason to get fired, though. Well, yo. We're it, firing people for being too happy. So I know about this because I looked in the comments. Uh, this guy uh, said, I work for United. They actually made her stop doing that. Okay. Uh, uh, she doesn't work for United, and the people were complaining that she was too loud. I think that company that she worked for let her go. I haven't seen her in the airport for a while. These are people that work at Houston yeah. Lobby yeah. responding about this lady. Uh, one guy says she's doing security at the airport now. So another company probably hired her, yeah. maybe moved her around. Either way, she got moved from that post. Uh, That's, you know what? I, got a history. 
I hate flying, so I feel so fortunate when I land and walk through the. You know, if, if I'm there, just get somebody. You want the, somebody to greet I you. I want somebody to say, hey, <laughs> exactly. It could be that, sure. See, it is annoying. Sure. It's, it's a bit of a shrill. I'll wave. Hi, it, ma'am. You know, I'll say ma'am. You know I will, right? Yeah, you can say I'll hello. say ma'am. And you will say ma'am. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Listen, lady. Uh, yeah, she got fired Linda. a little bit ago. Someone said someone complained that she was too loud, and that's the that's why she got fired. People, but got she is the sweetest it. little lady. There you go. <laughs> She's God. the sweetest old lady. Why, just let people be people. Bitching to be bitch. She was just being nice. I know what. Happy Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy Merry Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas See everybody. You too, man. Bro. Yeah. <sighs> what else I got for the streets? Got to eat report right here. Is that it? Yeah, that's it for the streets gotta eat report. Streets, gotta eat. streets do gotta eat. That is a fact. And you do not want to be food on the streets. So look over your shoulder at all times, especially when you're doing things out there in the car. G back of the day. We do it every day on the fan at 2:30. Weekdays. If you see anything floating out there on social media, don't be afraid to hit me up at Lucky Lucius P. Lucius Alexander on Facebook. Shout out to SGP. For no reason. Yes. Uh Kelsey Bros. Kelsey Bros. Talking about the sideline. Mm. Water person, yes. or the person that runs out there during half times and yeah. give them some water, it became a hey yo <laughs> kind of conversation. Why don't players squirt their own water? Hey, that is such a good question. <laughs> Honestly, somebody comes up to me with it already, like right here. Yeah, and all they got to do is just go around from person to person and just like, do you want one? I can shoot you real quick. Yeah, it's way easier than handing the bottle and handing it. I don't know. It's maybe not that much easier, but it is convenient. You kind of just know when somebody reaches up to squirt you to open up your mouth. Jeez. Squirt, yeah. <laughs> and then you just get squirted. Try but you don't always, that. like, they don't have to do the squirting. You can do the squirting sometimes. Try but, you know, when you develop a relationship, you just know when you're about to get squirted on. You develop the relationship. Yeah. You got to have a good relationship with the person squirting. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to just be letting randos squirt on you. I'll let a teammate squirt me sometimes. Yeah, you know, trade the bottle off. It's a hell of chemistry right there. Between I'll tell you what, man. I squirt you, you squirt me. I enjoy yeah. their podcast. Oh, they're, they're hilarious. They're, they're, they're really they, good. They, they were good. I love when they, I love when they, like when they lose and they, and the one brother has to ask the other what happened. You know, and they, and they oh, man, we're just not good enough right I really now. Think yeah, we really just, got a lot of talented I mean, coaches and players. Yeah, but, they we're just not good enough. It sucks. Yeah, I love it. Conor McGregor, when does he fight again there? I know you're up with the uh, he, still the MMA, the martial have, artists. Yeah, it's still not scheduled yet. He fights? Like I'm, he, He's supposed to fight Fighting Michael those Chandler. demons. And he's been suppo- yeah. yeah, he is. And he's supposed to have... They're supposed to have fought already, but UFC 300 which yes. makes a lot of sense. When's yes. the last time he won? USC 200? Oh, he hasn't won in probably about four or five years. It's been Cowboy Cerrone, Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Guy broke him. his leg, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, come back! Come yeah. back. I've yeah. got another leg. I'll yeah. like, your wife's DMs. Yeah. He's like watching a Monty Python <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. Your it's wife just a flesh wound. Was in me DMs. <laughs> <laughs> your wife was in me DMs. <laughs> Sitting there with a broken ankle, bro. Bro- He's beautiful. just bleeding out on the mat. As hell. <laughs> well, Conor McGregor is sick of waiting to make his UFC return. Of course he is. Uh, McGregor was ringside Saturday for the Reckoning Boxing pay per view. Uh, that happened in Saudi Arabia? Yes. Anthony Joshua won. Right, I think it was get, a fifth round stoppage. Now the fight. Let's go. Yeah, well, Walter got upset, I guess you could say. Yeah, he got them paws put on him. But we're not talking about Walter right now. We're talking about Conor McGregor. He was ringside interviewing with uh, Talk Sports Boxing. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Keep, look, that's right on the nose, right? Yeah, that's right on that's the nose. That's right on the nose. McGregor expressed his frustrations and claimed that they're being unfair to him. I, I edited as much as I possibly could because he's really rolling like this. He's talking like that. He's probably had some drinks. And blah, 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 blah. I can't hear him, but you probably can. And it's really funny to me. Ask you. Yeah, your mic's okay, two, there, okay, yeah? two, though. Your mic has loads to offer and loads to deliver. Okay, two. talking, man. I don't give up. I'm talking, man. here in Saudi. The lads in the UFC aren't really talking any. So the lads here are talking many. The UFC aren't talking any. So I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here the usual, Gareth, you know. I, I, I hate to apologise for you because you're Conor McGregor, but I have to apologise for the language we're live on air. Um, but are you, are, no, sorry. Sorry. Are, are you talking about boxing then rather than mixed martial arts? I'm talking about getting, give me something, you know fight. what I'm saying? I'm supposed to be back in April. I'm supposed to be back in April. It's supposed to be December. Could I apologise as well? You were never the interim champion. They've never, tre they've, they've never treated anyone. They've never treated anyone. No one's ever been treated. For all the figures we've brought in this game, I sell more than all of them combined, yeah? yeah, yeah. I sell more than every one of them combined. No one in the history of the fight games ever been treated the way we've been getting treated at this minute, yeah? Through what I came through, yeah. through what I bring. It should open floodgates for me, yeah? Cuss the game. And I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. My patience is wearing till I'm waiting, yeah? We always appreciate you being around the fight game anyway. Cheers, Connor. I love those announcers. He's so full of cheers. crap. <laughs> he really cheers is. Thing. And I used to love Connor, but the the shtick's getting old. He wants to fight, <laughs> I mean, man. Yeah. Well, you know what? If he actually wanted to fight, it's a right he'd, to work he'd have a fight scheduled. You think Dana White's saying, Connor? No, no, no. Yeah. We're waiting. We're waiting. No. If he wanted to fight. I can't believe you don't want to see him to fight. That fight would happen or have this had happened. embarrassing. You're, he doesn't want to fight. You call yourself a UFC guy. It's amazing. I'm well aware that the promotion would love to have him. Yeah. And as long as he actually wants to show up and fight, that fight would happen. I think this Dana White's got something out for him. I, I think it's like Dana Parsons White and knows with the referees. That he does not have a whole lot of headliners, and nobody's bigger than Connor that people will tune in and watch, even if he's not any good anymore. Will Connor get still hurt? Watch. Will Connor get hurt again? It's possible. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, he's not any good anymore. He used to be awesome. It's that proper 12. Washed up on proper 12. <laughs> That's a good commercial, though. Yeah, he did really just is. have another child, though. Congratulations. There you go. Good for you, How many sir. How got now? I think he's got four. Something's working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's stick with this combat sports conversation. Rampage Jackson Ooh. calls cap on all of Jake Paul's knockouts. He does not believe the knockouts that Jake Paul has been putting together. I get it. Because he's been knocking out some professional The athletes. last one yeah. was a pro boxer. Yeah. Rampage speculates that maybe a lot of money involved. Maybe, hey, I'll pay you to go ahead and take this knockout, and we're all going to eat at the end of the day. Hey. Tell me if Rampage is reaching appreciation. How do I get here. involved with this? <laughs> Who would it's sign true. up for that? It's pretty bad, man. Everyone's like, oh. this is fake. I'm like, I don't know. But, the, but look, to be honest, just to be honest, I'm a fighter, but it looks, all his all his knockouts look kind of like set up. Like, he, he's making a lot of money in there, right? What, what if he's just telling these guys, all right, I'll give you an extra $2 million, you just Then what did he pay out. Tommy Fury? Tommy Fury beat him. Yeah, he couldn't pay Tommy Fury because it's different. Yeah, because Tommy so, Fury has more clout. Yeah, yeah. You could, so, all right, then what did he pay Nate Diaz? Mm. Who doesn't? Did he knock Nate Diaz out? No, but Thank he, you. he beat Nate him. Diaz, Nate, but he but, beat him. You think Nate would agree Nate to a fight to beat? Nate Diaz is a good striker in MMA, but he's not a boxer. Thank you, you really think Nate would be like, yeah, I'll take a dive for you? Nate no. Diaz? Did he knock Nate Diaz out? No, but Thank if you. they're all so fixed. You, so you proving my point. I didn't say that. I didn't say they were all fixed. I'm just saying. What Some if, of them are, you think? I just think. I'm just saying. I'm, I don't know what, 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 but I'm just saying, what <laughs> if he comes to these 
these guys, he ain't fought in two years. I give you an extra two million. You let me if you just get knocked out. I mean, I just don't believe it. <laughs> I don't know what to think, but I just don't believe it. I don't either. I, you know, uh, every time Jake Paul fights and knocks out somebody, you'd see that on the timeline. It's fake. This is rigged. Who falls like yeah. that? Started with Woodley. Yeah, that, that, one, that people, was that people was couldn't a believe one. it. That was a strange one. That was a strange one. But he, yeah. Something to think about. Something to think about there on a toxic Tuesday. And uh, one more, one more before we get out of here. Like the great Griot, Tupac Shakur once said, mm. revenge is like the sweetest joy. <laughs> I'm not gonna finish that line, but you know where I'm coming from right mm -hmm. here. Uh, Baltimore Ravens quarterback, star quarterback, oh, Lamar geez, Jackson. Yes. He called out pro football talks, Mike Florio. Yes. Mike Florio, yeah. rightly so. Get him sure did. Florio went after him first, though. 100%. Yeah, what, I mean, he went after him hard. 100%. Yeah. Well, he took his time after the post game to go ahead and uh, address Florio. Post game talking about uh, Mike Flores. Mike Florio. Yeah. Because we in the NFL, we play ball, you know, not to take away from that team, but you can't just discredit us. Yeah. We grown men, we got to feed our family. Mm -hmm. And. He can have his opinion, but just don't be just, just talking like that. You know, that's disrespectful. That's very disrespectful. But no, not a takeaway from the 49ers at all, because, like, they agree all across the board. But I'm going to play as well. You know, our record not no fluke. You know, um, we play ball, and we showed that, you know. But he just need to just keep doing his job, but just don't just come, come off like that towards us. You know, that's disrespectful, like I said, because he ain't putting the pads on, you know. If he had put him past him, I feel like it would have been different for him. He wouldn't say that. He'd be respectful, you know. But because, because I, I say that to say this, you know, we respectful to our opponents. Our opponents were respectful to us. But a guy who who not even playing against us just come out just, you know, just being disrespectful. I guess he wanted more views on his on his little channel. We're gonna leave it at that. Yeah. He handled that well, by the way. Oh, he did. He did. He's probably your Florida was way out of bounds. Your new on that, favorite man. for league MVP. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't seen him put on no pads. Yeah. He has some pads. You'll talk a little bit more nicer. Yep. you talk with some respect on that tongue. <laughs> All right, y'all, I'm pulling out. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. That's my time. What's tomorrow, Wednesdays? Tomorrow's yeah. Wednesdays. But nigga, Wednesdays. All right, yo. Let's do it. There it is. Lucius Alexander's LA Live every day at 540 here in the G-Bag Nation. Yo, my phone is at the repair place. And my old lady went to go pick up my phone. Oh. It's just, she's been with my phone for like two hours. <laughs> so, so are we concerned? I, I mean, not really, but that couch might be calling my name later. That couch right behind Broadus. Uh -oh. Yeah. Uh -oh. I might go home and find all my stuff in the front yard. Hey, I got a spare room. <laughs> <laughs> Dog sitting out there waiting for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Thank you, Lucius. All right, coming up on the other side, let's get uh, Jeff Cobb on. Fox 4 sports analyst Jeff Cobb going to join us next year on The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.